Yo, welcome to another Speaker Kicker Podcast. I'm your host, Steve O'Steen. And I'm the other half of the Derby Boys, Tommy T. I'm in the building, man. What's going on? You doing man, good? I'm doing good, man. Good. I can't complain, man. <laughs> can't complain at all, man. Good. That's, <laughs> that's what's up, man. Hey, this week we got a very, very, another very special episode. We got our guest today, DJ Woo-hoo! Prez, and also DJ Ace Boogie in the building with us today. We're talking about the art of DJing. So I'm real excited about this, man, because yeah, yeah. surprise to everybody. I just told my wife I wanted to become a DJ. Have no clue how to do it. So I uh, got a lot of questions for you guys this week. <laughs> but before we get into all of that, man, hey, what has been in your speakers this week, man? So, man, for my speakers, man. So I started off my week with some Maxo Cream. Yo, I didn't listen to Maxo Cream at all. I ain't give him a fair shot until my homies over there at Acronym Music, man. There was a bar in one of the um yeah. in one of those records where they talked about Maxo Cream. And I was like, you know what? I keep hearing his name. He had just gotten into a fight like early in the week. I was like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> like, why not? I mean, it's not every day you beat a nigga ass and you get a song suggestion at right. the same time. So I went, I went for it. Um, so, but uh that Maxo Cream, that Bre- uh Brandon Banks tape. Mm-hmm. Um Man, it's, it's you know what? I like Maxo. I'm gonna listen to more Maxo. Okay. Um, so uh, after Maxo, man, I, I went back to that future, man, that high off life, and yep. yeah, it's a little better. It's a little better, bro. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I tried it. I was like, uh. I, I think for me, it's just I can't. I I just don't like what he's talking about. I don't. I can't relate to it at all. You know, it's yeah, it's too. like small parts I can relate to, but um. More so, I'm not relating to a lot of his music, so it's harder for me to listen to it now than it was uh, when I was a little bit younger. Yeah, <laughs> I got that. I'm just, I'm just ready to go back to the club. That's all. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> after that, man, yo, I checked out Polo G. If you don't know who Polo G, is he from Chicago? I believe. Yeah. One of my homeboys, man. We call him Merc. He put us on the Polo G, and man, he is. Man, he's a Polo G fanatic. So yeah. Polo G dropped this new, I don't know if it's a mixtape or album. I'm going to say it's an album. But he dropped this new album called The Goat. Yep. And you know what? I like Polo G. I can't hate it. I like it. Uh, after that Polo G, man, I, I man, I went back and I listened to BG, man, Heart of the Streets. Man, it felt like one of them days. Yeah. Riding around Chattanooga in the Crown, Vic. Yep. Head up to City View, playing damn... BG Harder Street. So I, I just put it on and, and rode around for a second. I was just going to get something to eat. And I got a good story about going to get something to eat, but we'll get to that later. Uh, <laughs> after that, <laughs> after that, man, that young MA, I finally got a chance to throw that on, man, that red flu. Hey, okay. Hey. Hey. I'm just going to say something. <laughs> I like young, young MA a lot, man. She's spitting on that thing. Only one critique I had, and that was the intro. The intro was just too long. And it was nothing but balls. She could have cut it off in like one minute. But yeah. other than that, man, it's all good. Um, after that, man, I hit that key glock, son of a gun. Mm. Hey man, I rock with key glock. Key, ah, ah, I rock with key glock. So try to say that five times fast. That fuck you up. Um, <laughs> and then, man, after that, man, I, I, it was some gunner, that one uh mixtape, man. And man, really, really, really that rounds me out for the week, man. What yep. you what was on your what was in your speakers, man? Well, I'm going to let our guests go first, man. Any one of y'all, DJ Ace Boogie, DJ Prez, what y'all been listening to this week, man? 
You go ahead, Ace. Shit, go ahead, bro. <laughs> uh, man, to be honest, the number one thing that's been on repeat, repeat over the past two weeks has been that uh, that slime and beat that Chris Brown and Cuzzo. That joint is Man, you like bro. it? I think uh, I love it. Man. I, I'm a Chris Brown fanatic. Yeah, yeah. I think Chris Brown is a phenomenal artist. And this, I mean, even for it to be, have a mixtape vibe to it, still dope. Yeah. Um, that key Glock is is slapping, bro. <laughs> so I've been bumping. See? Definitely was bumping the key Glock since it dropped. Uh, like, uh, Gunner's album, like I said, I picked a few songs off of it uh, that was straight, but for the most part, the album is just, it's so-so to me. But, uh, yeah, other than that, Slime and B, um, I know a lot of people, I saw some negative reviews on the uh, Drake mixtape from a couple yeah. of weeks ago. I like it because I accept it for what it is. It's just a tape. It's a bunch of throwaways yeah. from the Scorpion yeah. album. That's all it is. And when you think of it in that aspect, don't think of it as a new Drake album. If it's throwaways from Scorpion album, it's a pretty good collection mm-hmm. of songs. So so that's that's what I've been rocking with the past couple of weeks. Okay. okay. Cool. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, for for me, man, I was uh, I checked out that that future, and specifically one of the records I like the most on that future is uh, the one with him and uh, NBA YoungBoy. Mm. Okay, that should be riding. That should be riding. That, that is my favorite. Uh, yeah, I didn't even yeah. give so it a shot, man. <laughs> yeah, that that one stood out the most. To me. I was like, I'm tired uh, of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'll always kind of revert, man. I'm, I'll be all over the place sometimes, so I'll revert back to. Um, Ross, Rick Ross, which is one of my top three uh, artists. Uh, so I always revert back to him uh, with the Rich Off Cocaine or, or yeah. the Deep in the Rap, you know, just different, different yeah. various records from different albums. Mm. And then a little bit of Dave Matthews Band and all that good jazz. So. Okay. Bro, I'd be all over the fucking place. Man, that's how I tell, man. <laughs> <laughs> got some variety. Okay. Yeah. Go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like it. I like it, man. Um. Well, I guess is that that's everything you listen to this week. Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that yep. just that sums it up. And then, of course, satellite radio, shade right, four right. five, <laughs> all that good stuff. So I got you, man. So I guess I'll finish round this thing on out, man. I like keep it close to the heart, man. That's it. Um, really, this week for me, it's been uh Biggie, of course, just because his birthday was on the twenty first. Um. Snoop came out with a new song. I, I want to go outside. I checked that out. I was like, ah, Snoop trying, man. I like it, but, you know, it is what it is. Young Dro had a song come out. Um, that Polo G, I was rocking with that for a little minute, man. Um, I was checking that out. And then I took it way back, man, to, like, um, the 80s. I started messing with a Michael Jackson Thriller album. I was rocking out with that one, man, for a little minute. And then, um, what else was it? Listen to Usher and LMA. Don't waste my time. It's a remix that he did. Um, Love that song. It's straight. It's super <laughs> straight. Um, also, Acronym Music. I was listening to their album, Heritage. Again, they challenged me to to listen to more music. Um, yeah. That I that I wouldn't really listen to. So Polo G was the the one that I chose to listen to this week, man. So. Oh, and Nav, Good Intentions. I finally listened to that. Um, it was okay. He got a song with Quavo that I like, but that's about all that I can remember that. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I like that one. So 
Um, but they, yeah, that's pretty much my week, man. Just looking at everything, that's pretty much the week. And what I was listening to, bro, you heard any news this week? Oh, man. You man, talking about news? Yeah. <laughs> let's run through it. It's been some news. Yeah. But first off, man, let's start off with some with some good news. And I, yeah, it's good news, at least to me. Yeah. Uh, man, Quavo. He's celebrating gradu- uh, graduating, graduating high school. High school. Congratulations uh, to him, man. Congratulations right to all the uh, the graduates of this year uh, of Absolutely. May, man. Just because it's, they having to graduate during a time that uh, everybody else got in, got a chance to enjoy this. So, uh, congratulations to all the twenty twenty May graduates, spring graduates, and twenty twenty graduates. Period, man. Shout out to you guys. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> after the Quavo, man. Uh, so we got. We're getting word. There's a room. I don't even know if it's a room at this point, but uh, man, they talking about we're going to get DMX versus Eminem on a versus battle. Um, <laughs> now, uh, what happened to Jay-Z? Man, Hov is too cool for this that's, shit. That's beneath. That's beneath Hov. Come on, man. Hov is too cool for this shit. All right? Um, but besides DMX and Eminem, we also got word that we will not be getting the Jagged Edge versus 112 battle. So 112 Damn. is bagged out. I don't know why. Oh, but man. Well, I thought I thought there's two members. I thought Q, Q and uh, what's homeboy's name? Start with a B. Uh, yeah. I thought those two yeah. members said that they would not be participating, but I didn't know if Slim and the other, the other guy would still do it. See, I didn't know if it was all of them as a collective or if it was just them two. So that's what I wasn't sure about because it said we won't be participating. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It said that they didn't leave. Oh, the he was group, speaking but... on behalf of them yeah. too. Because those two, they have some legal issues within 112 that they haven't resolved yet and they don't want to be a part oh, of it okay. right now. That's okay. some garbage ass yeah. shit. I mean, it's, it, it is what it is, man. <laughs> Just, it is what it is. gracious, man. But <laughs> besides that, man, I got a little bit of funny news. So, hey. Okay. So. Your boy, back in the news again, man. Takashi six nine. Oh lord! So, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess he poked the bear a little bit too much. Yeah, because you know the whole thing with the Billboard charts. He was talking about how you know the Billboards was kind of um, messing with the charts as far as artists and picking up, cherry picking artists to be on the mm-hmm. top and so on and so forth. So <laughs> I don't know if it's in retaliation or what, but so the Billboard removed all Takashi six nine's uh, chart history. Which is pretty funny to me. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so they removed this stuff, and I, I don't know where it's going to go from there. But, man, he needs to, I don't know, he needs to sit down somewhere. Bro, I ain't even going to lie, man. <laughs> he makes it, makes it seem like that I can just wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm going to drop two albums and go platinum, go gold, go diamond in two months, man. Because I feel, yeah. I literally, when I listen to his music, I literally feel like he's just saying whatever <laughs> comes to mind. He probably is, but these kids like it. Absolutely. I eat cereal in the morning, then at night I eat cereal again. <sighs> Come on, man. Hey, these kids like it. <laughs> it's hitting the charts. <laughs> hey, I, I, I can't refute it. I can't refute it. It's hitting the charts. Like some of it is is all right, and I can I can kind of understand. Why. I like the the Google video though. 
See? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, right. yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's a nice, nice visual. He did. That's super. Somehow he he figures it out. Yeah, he figures it out somehow. Um. ML. Uh, he's a, go ahead, go ahead. I, I think he, you know, I was going to say, I think Takashi is a prime example of like just today's artists where you're not selling the music. They're selling his celebrity. Yeah. Mm. You keep him in the news. Right. Keep him, as long as he has the kids' attention and their eyes yeah. around him because, I mean, even aside from his record sales, the YouTube views oh, are crazy. Just ridiculous, crazy. bro. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And it's one of those things where it's even got to the point where even if you're not a fan of Takashi, you still want to know what's going on with him, even if you hate right. him. So, yeah, right. It's still <laughs> profitable either way. Right. right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so last bit of news, man, that I want to round out. It's actually, I've, I've been going back and forth between two things, mm-hmm. but I decided on one. I went back and forth between the game and the WAC 100 and all the property and the WAC 100 thing. And then I went between this new news with Joe Biden on the Breakfast Club. Yo, and the whole statement that he made about if you if you're not voting for me, if you had to make up your mind between Trump and him, then you ain't black. Yeah. I don't know how to take that. What y'all I, think? Bruh. Y'all go ahead. Says <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is Joe Biden. Yeah, man. Joe uh, Biden. And and he made the and and re- repeat that he said he made the statement of what now if it's he made a statement basically saying um and let me see uh he basically made a, made a statement it if you couldn't if you couldn't figure out who you were voting for between him and uh Trump uh-huh. then you ain't black <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, he did apologize for the remarks, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he was like. Man, Joe Biden is that one friend that you got to tell that you got to say, "Hey, man, shut the fuck up." All right. Yeah. Like, just chill out. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You got to catch him because he'll probably spit some spit right off the mouth. I, I, yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, I've said I've said multiple times that Joe Biden is one of those people that, like, I'm, during the Obama administration, we thought he was so cool because he didn't have to talk <laughs> much. Now, now that he's in front of the camera so often, it's like, damn, this nigga kind of stupid. Yeah, but like, right. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like with that remark, man, it can be taken so many ways. It's like as a politician, he should have known that 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 was way out mm-hmm. of bounds because it it comes off very arrogant. It, it comes off as, I know I have the black vote in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know y'all gonna vote for me. So it's almost like, I don't need to have to work for the black vote. Like, I got them. And it, like, he, it's just something he should have kept to himself. I know he probably meant it as a joke or he thought it would come off funny, but nah. Yeah, it didn't yeah. work. It didn't work. <laughs> Joe Biden yeah. a savage, man. Like, yeah. I, I just don't, <laughs> I don't understand what he was trying to gain through that. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you know what's right, you know what's wrong. And that obviously was the wrong thing to to say or whatnot. So it's right. like it's a little weird. You want to be like it's it's like you put us at a crossroads now because you know, like you like you okay. We got who we have in pre- as the president now, and you know half of the people don't like him, half of the people do. And then you got somebody that's like, oh, I got the he just not gonna work for our vote. Basically, is what I see. Like he's not mm. having to work for our vote, like you said, um, he just has our vote or whatnot. But like it, it, it puts us in a in a bind, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's weird. Bond. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> really weird. weird. 
Yeah. So, yeah, man, that's all the news I got for the week, man. You got anything? Yeah, man, I got a few things, man. My wife was helping me out with this one. So, uh, <laughs> shout out to the wives. Yeah, man. Yeah, she she come <laughs> through for the kids sometimes, man. Most of the time she does. But um, this first one I want to talk about is Candy Burris, one mass singer. I don't watch this show, but she won it. Uh, I know Lil Wayne was on it a few weeks ago, and and shit, I thought he won that. But uh, <laughs> I guess it's a competition. I, I don't watch it, you know what I'm saying? But it's a big show. Yeah. But uh, for her to go through and win that, man, that's pretty cool. Um, which I expect the singer to. A lot of people say she couldn't sing. Like she, you know, she got this distinct voice. But, I mean, she's better as a writer to me. But I still listen to her music. Yeah. Um, Another thing, this don't have anything to do with music, but I just had to bring this up. Bro, have y'all seen the stuff about Mike Tyson? Yeah. Is this brother finna fight again for real? <laughs> look like it. <laughs> like, bro. Uh, <laughs> look like it. Dude. Look hey, like look it. like he still got it. I mean, he, he, def- he definitely right, still right. got <laughs> it. He still got it, man. I mean, man. Hey. Like, at 53, man. 53 years old, I still don't nah, want to I don't, I don't want none of that smoke, man. None of it. Absolutely none. <laughs> none of it, no, man. No, no. Hey, like, he's, he's, uh, speaking of... Yeah, speaking of Mike Tyson, man, I've heard uh for some reason, I don't I don't know if he's like had, you know, turned over a new well not turned over a new leaf, but he's heading in a different direction in life. But he is doing a lot of media yeah. and public uh, you know, podcasts yeah. and interviews and things like that, which we know he he's not been a big fan of yeah. in the past. Mm-hmm. And Mike Tyson is a pretty intelligent brother. Yeah, like yeah. he's yeah. He's not what people have depicted him to be. So, uh, but yeah, shout out to Mike. Yeah, Tyson. man. Yeah, he look good, healthy. Bro, it's like that's, that's good and healthy. This nigga look. <laughs> oh yeah, he looks like a beast, man. <laughs> I, I think. Hey, I, I will say the dude, the home homeboy who be holding uh, the pads is a brave man. Oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> man, he's a very brave guy, man. <laughs> that's a brave dude. Man, I that's think. Crazy. Um, I think the what they have said is he's gonna have an exhibit exhibition fight soon. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know if that's gonna oh, have him actually okay. fighting, but he's supposed to have an exhibition fight at some point. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where that goes, man. Hey, Mike yeah. Tyson was actually in Murfreesboro, I think, a couple weeks ago uh, about the, I guess, <laughs> shit partake in opening up a, a cannabis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I read that. Yeah, he does. Yeah, that. he does. Yeah, that's awesome, awesome, man. That's what, he's, what it, his podcast is a uh, hot box, hot boxing it or hot box. Something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, he's like deep into it. Yeah, he owns he owns a whole weed farm. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah that's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You can kind of see his um, he's gradual. Uh, I guess I don't know, man. I guess financially restabilizing his found. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah he, absolutely. He, yeah, that's um, awesome. Yeah, it's it's pretty dope, man. What he's doing and and just seeing him in the in the media, um, getting to see another side of him because, like you said. He's like, uh, when you think of Mike Tyson, you think of just the brute who, you know, doesn't right. have a brain at all. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you sit down and listen to what he's talking about and, and sit down and, and pay attention to him, man. He's uh, he's very intelligent, you know. Um, for him to actually start a, a media thing, like his podcast, he got a YouTube show he's doing um, and stuff like that. And just to integrate everything, man, he's still making money. So, yep. I mean, shout out to him, you know. Um. The last bit of news that I have, man, and like I'm a huge Biggie fan, 
Um, I'm I'm more of a Biggie guy than than Pac guy now. Growing up, I was Pac over Biggie, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> Biggie's birthday was May 21st. Man, he would have been 48 on his birthday. Man, so um, happy birthday to a legend. Um, I can't say that you know any you know too much, but uh, you know I I love Biggie, man. So shout out to I him. Wrong with that. No, nah, I'm just saying, it's like, I can always tell Biggie happy birthday, you know? He's like a big brother right. that I never met. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Uh, yeah, shout out to Big, yeah. man. Big was nice. Yeah, Big dope, man. Um, But that's all the news I got, man. That's it. Word. For me. So, getting into this podcast, man, I'm excited about it. Uh, we're talking about DJing. Um and the art of DJing. So um, my first question for both of you guys, both of you guys, what got you guys started into uh, the art of DJing or got you into DJing? Whoever wants to go. <laughs> uh, man, I, I, I think it was just um, when we when we was doing parties and stuff, man, I think we just had got to a point where it was like, man, how do we not, how do we, how do we save cost on a, on a DJ? And yeah. so I guess we just, we, we collectively kind of came up with that idea to just get some equipment and, uh, start DJing our own parties. Yeah. You know, and, uh, just started from, yeah, you. man, from it just, yeah, pretty much just started from there. That's dope, man. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was like, uh, I don't know, like growing up, I've always been a music fanatic, a hip hop head. Like, man, that's that's always been like a passion of mine. But like, I never really had a way to express it because like, I can't sing. I ain't, I ain't no rapper. Never really dreamed of being a rapper. You know, I don't make beats. So I'm like, damn, what can I do to like express it? And DJing is one of the things that I found. I'm like, okay, this I can do. And it helps me kind of express that love and passion for music I have. So like Fred said, man, we uh, we started out like doing party promoting, stuff like that in college and all of that. And it kind of just integrated us into DJing, man. And, and I just fell in love with it from there. Okay. That's dope. Um, now that we got that one out the way, I want to kind of give some uh, some small introduction for you guys. Both of you guys come from Chattanooga. Shout out to the hometown. Uh, yeah, <laughs> both of you guys that attended time. MTSU, DJed in Tennessee. In the Tennessee area, like so, did y'all DJ all over Tennessee or just in uh, the Murfreesboro area, uh, Murfreesboro Nashville area, and Chattanooga? I'm pretty sure y'all yeah, DJ middle, at home too. Up through up through middle, yeah, up through middle Tennessee, Murfreesboro, Nashville, Chattanooga for me. Okay. Yeah, so pretty much, uh, yeah, I, I think we had shit, we've been to Memphis before. Um, yeah, just pretty much all over the place. Okay, that's yeah. dope, man. Yep. Like I said, yep. man, I always wanted to be a DJ, man. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is like this is like fun to me. I'm just sitting here like, man, I see the I see the turntables in the back. I'm ready, man. <laughs> man, it's a it's a vibe. Yeah, it, it's it's fun. It's fun, but it is yeah, yeah. oh no, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I already know that yeah. part. <laughs> um also, man, uh Steve sent me a little thing. Um you guys did Black Rain or promoted parties as Black Rain in, Entertainment. Yep, um, yep. And then release the Night Flights series mixtapes. So I'm a, I want to get more into that um, a little bit later. Um, 
So you guys got into it just really just trying to, you know, for a passion of music and everything like that. How do you mm-hmm. guys feel about the the origins of the DJ? Origin of the DJ is a beautiful thing because DJing started out as mainly being for parties. Because mm-hmm. back in the day, it was kind of before mixtapes, before people started actually recording themselves, scratching and blending and mixing and stuff like that. So to rock a party and rocking a party to me is the is my favorite part yeah. of DJing. Some people some people like the recording. Uh, you know, the scratching, mixing, like all that kind of stuff, but like rocking a party, there's no other feeling like that yeah. at all, bro. Knowing that you're in control of everything, yeah. bro. Like the party goes up or down based on you. Yeah. Like, so it, it's, it's, it's dope, man. So when the party's really rocking and you know, and it's, it's because of you, it's a great <laughs> right, feeling. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no feeling in the world like that, bro. It's just like, it's just a, it's a pretty much an all-time high. Ah, like you just fucking hit a line of coke. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and just like, and, and not even really playing the records that, 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 that like the really big records, but just uh, people vibing out to the shit that you vibe to, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, that you wouldn't like normally listen to, but you're blending it through records yeah. out loud for people. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. that's dope, man. That's that's a good point, man. Because like you just said, prayers like that's that is an even better feeling is when people are still when the party is still vibing, and it's with the records that are not the chart topping records out right now. Like it pretty much speaks to your taste in music, and that you can still keep it going without having to play. Because you got some DJs that just walking the party, and they just gonna play pretty much top 40 everything that's on the radio and it's like bro i listen to this stuff i heard this song a hundred times already this year, you know? <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yeah it's a good feeling like when i go to a club i enjoy hearing a song that i may not be privy to like I, that's why like if you go party out of town you go to a different mm-hmm. region you go up north or something you're gonna hear some stuff that you ain't right. heard before and it might be rocking mm-hmm. and you'll be like who hey who is this you yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. and that's like that kind of stuff i love man that's dope <clears> man oh um, Steve, I don't want to take anything from you, man. But man, like, you don't want to try to learn over here. <laughs> I was here for all of that. Right. Yeah, I was there. The ride, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, with me being there, you know, for all of it, the ups, the downs, the in betweens, you know what I'm saying? So, we, you know, kind of going off of what you was just saying as far as, you know what I'm saying, rocking apart and you being the reason. Um, one thing about DJs that I have come to know that it's a, it's about the set uh, and about the control. So we know that if if anyone's been to a party, you know that at a, at a certain time, the music will switch up depending on the beats, um, depending on the tempo, depending on if it's time to change, um, whether it's R&B music to hip hop music to the crunk music to, you know, the more heavy hitting, uh, you know, uh, whatever. So my question is, man, what was your favorite set that you always loved to perform um, when DJing a party? Oh, oh shit, man. Favorite set was, man, this trap. Just that. Yeah, just that. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> hey, man, hey, I was cutting the grass the other day, man, and it was this one record I thought about. Um, Gucci Mane, uh, I take my shirt off and all yeah. the old. Yeah, that used to be, that used to be that man, thing, bro. So, but yeah, I, I guess for for me, man, I, I'd say a, a trap set. Yeah, yeah. 
surprisingly, bro, I'm gonna go in a different direction, man. It's the the me when I do my '90s, my '90s R&B and the the booty music, like the Uncle Luke, <laughs> like, bro. When I do that set, bro, and the ladies on the dance floor getting it, like I I love that bitch, man, because we all know '90s R&B just touches a special spot in black. Right, 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 right. Yeah, okay. right. So that's probably like gold there, right there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> to see, yeah, for the whole party to be singing together in unison, and you know when you can cut the music out and just let yeah. the crowd sing, like it's a good vibe, man. I, I, I like that. Yeah, vibe. man, that's dope, man. Um. I like I'm glad you brought up the nineties and the and and everything because from my experience with music, um I always looked at the DJ. You know what I'm saying? Um me and Steve was talking about it some point in time last week when we was talking about this episode was mm-hmm. how the DJ in back in the eighties, uh and early nineties, the DJ was a part of the group. But then you mm-hmm. fast forward to now. The DJ is only a part, like a part of the party. You know what I'm saying? That transition from being a part of the group to only being the party. What are your um, thoughts about that? Uh, thoughts on, on like how that has transpired? I guess you can say how that how that was able to happen. Because I feel like the DJ is always important. Because yeah, y'all control the party, but then. Also, when it comes to somebody singing or somebody rapping or something like that, they can switch it up real quick, yeah. and then it, it gives it a different aspect to what's going on. So, um, true, true. If you can kind of elaborate uh, on what your what's your thoughts on that? I praise you. Might want to go first. I can get long <laughs> Hey man, do what you got to do, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you you go ahead, bro. <laughs> uh, man, it's so many aspects of that that uh, that kind of. I'm not going to say it bothers me, but it's just, it's, it's changing with the times yeah. of life. You know, things evolve and things change. And I will, I mean, it's harder for DJs to eat out here like they yeah. used to. I, I can mm. say that, man, because uh, with technology advancing, you got things like uh, if somebody wanted a mixtape, if you were an artist or if you wanted just some kind of mix of songs, you would have to go to somebody who had that skill mm-hmm. as a DJ to record it for you, uh, to polish it up, make it sound good, all that kind of thing. Now, you can literally do that like right on your computer with no skill. You know, you can watch a YouTube video and it'll show you how to do it on your own. Uh, literally like this, <clears throat> this machine I got back here with the Pioneer uh, DDJ. And with the DDJs, they literally have a sync button on it where you don't have to have the skill of mixing. Wow. You hit sync, it it will sync the beats for wow, you damn. on two songs. Like, and it's stuff like that that irritate people that really treasure the art yeah. of DJing because anybody can go pay $900 and save up their money, buy their set, and go start a DJing mm-hmm. party, you know. And um, and then you have uh, the situation where you, depending on what city you live in, when you don't live in a big city, say in Atlanta, New York, L.A., um, you have people that are a little bit narrow-minded in other cities, which all of us are from yeah. Chattanooga, so <laughs> right. Chattanooga, Chattanooga people can be, yeah. they can yeah, be narrow-minded, yeah, yeah. right? So you take that into effect where uh, even if somebody can mix and blend and if they're, even if they're using the quote unquote cheat code to mix and yeah. blend, maybe the song selection is not all that, but when you have a narrow minded community of people that are attending these parties and stuff, they don't really care. Mm-hmm. Like they, they don't, they're not in the party paying attention to how well, how well is he mixing the song? What song selection is he choosing? They're just going there to get drunk and just have a good time. They don't right. really care about the music at all. <laughs> you know, so that kind of stuff, 
that kind of stuff is slowly over the years has depleted the value of the mm. DJ, you know, um, because personally in the mixtape days, like in the height of mixtapes with DJ yeah. drama and the gangster grills, I love that oh, yeah. aspect. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. the DJ drops <laughs> and all that. And it's like, all of that is mm. gone. Like, yeah. and yeah, I, 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 yeah, I miss, I miss yeah. them days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. But yeah. And then, um, I mean, you take also into effect that everybody has Apple Music, mm-hmm. Title, all of these mm-hmm. things where it pretty much introduces new music to you without you having to put forth right, any effort. Right. Back in the day, to hear a new song, an artist would run to the mm-hmm. DJ like, hey, I need you to play this and put people on to it. You know, uh, nowadays, I can just pull up my phone and see what's new on Apple Music. Bam, I got all the new stuff. I don't need I don't need to go holler at the DJ or somebody to introduce it. To yeah. I got it in the palm of my hand now. So all of that stuff, man, it's just major, major changes over the years. Yeah. That's yeah. that's crazy. That's crazy right there, yeah. man. And, and so, it's, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go no, ahead I was going to say, um, man, it's it's crazy for me just because of the appreciation that I have for the DJ. It's like um, in college, you know, I went to UT. So uh, one of my good friends up there, um, he was the DJ, um, DJ Lowe. Shout out to him. Um but I, yeah, I you know, know him. Yeah, yeah. So like, man, just just really just seeing him working with him and seeing the things that he do, um, it it made me appreciate the art a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know of what's going on, and then uh, listening what like like I always say, man, Will Smith got them bars, but DJ Jazzy Jeff really was uh rocking with him, man. That and just yeah. watching Jazzy Jeff, man, on the on the things and the way he was doing it. Um, you know, just really got me into like wanting to like actually DJ, you know, having yeah. the aspiration to like just do it for fun, you know, as a hobby. You know what I'm saying? Nothing like I ain't finna go out here and try to, like you said, go buy this nine hundred dollar machine and be like, I'm DJing every party that I can nah, I'm just <laughs> out here because I like music, yeah. man. <laughs> but uh yeah, man, yeah. It, it, it's it's crazy how that how that has uh changed over. Um mm-hmm. I don't really have that a we've question been in about that, era, that. Be able to see it change. Yeah, it's the other thing. Yeah. Um, but like, and you know, and, and that's and, and that's just we're getting older. Stuff gonna change. We we've been here from when cell phone didn't exist till it yeah, has that's existed. Crazy. So yeah, that's we, a whole other. We, we were alive before the internet. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other thing. <laughs> but um, and then and then there's different. There's a, there's a lot of different aspects. With yeah, because like you take into account uh people that enter DJ competition. Oh yeah. Okay, if you're uh, yeah, if you're a competitive DJ, it's all about the scratching. How well can mm-hmm. you scratch? How well can you blend and loop uh, beats and things like that? Like that that's a true skill that I, I would say I'm not an expert in that field because, man, them boys are amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and girls, and girls, you know. But um, you take into that aspect, and you can't bring that to a party yeah. atmosphere. You can't come. You can't. You can't be in the party scratching and scratching. Don't nobody want to hear that. They they don't want to hear you bring it back a hundred times. Like they don't want to. Absolutely not. So it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch. Got, <laughs> a lot of different things like that. We got a story <laughs> yeah. about that. Go <laughs> <laughs> no ahead, man. What's the story, man? Hey, I need to hear hey, this. You were there, I think. Uh, it was one day, man, at MTSU. <laughs> Uh, we were sitting outside the KUC. I think it was a day party. Um, and one of the DJs, okay. I'm not going to say his name, but one of the DJs okay. was up there DJing and he started scratching. And I think we all looked at each other and was like, 
man, get him off of there. Like, we don't want to hit. This is not the time or place. But, yeah, to that point, you don't want to hear that man sometimes. And, you know, it's a time and place for all of that. Um, But in the spirit of storytelling, yo, there is a story about DJ Prez. DJ. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Wait, wait, which one? Well, we talking about the one. It was a trip that I didn't get chance to make. Um, well, y'all, I think y'all went to um, was it the Puerto Rico trip y'all went? Uh, or was it the? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell the story, man. Hey, yes. yo, this is dope. This no, this is a really dope story. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you don't mind elaborating on the story, I know the story, but everyone else don't know the right. story. Tell the story. But it's a very fun story of how DJ Prez got the. Got to DJ internationally. <laughs> so if you would like to elaborate on that for our fans out here, our listeners. It, man, you know what? I'll try to I'll try to elaborate as much as possible, but Jay could probably tell the story better than I can because I was fucking <laughs> drunk as shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know, man. I just I, I, they say I have the gift of guy, but you know, I just fucking I wanted to DJ, man. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think Jay could kind of elaborate a little bit more. I don't know. Man, look, dog, the gift of gab is an understatement <laughs> for you, bro. Like, <laughs> Prez, for those for those that don't know Prez personally, man, this dude can talk to anybody of any race, any gender, any age. It does not matter the demographic. He can talk to them and build a rapport with them like no other, bro. I've never seen anybody <laughs> like this in no. my life. The man is a master yeah. at it. So we're in Puerto Rico. We go, uh, I can't remember the name of the resort that we were at, and there's a pool party. And like, this is a packed pool party. There's a lot of people out. So whatever DJ is there, uh, he's DJing up there, and Prez just disappeared. We don't know where he is. <laughs> so everybody's like, hey, you seen Prez? I'm like, nah, nah, I ain't seen him. You seen him? Nah, I ain't seen him. Uh, we look up at the DJ booth. Prez is spinning. <laughs> He is up there. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, we are in Puerto Rico. How in the world did no 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 we were uh at the Punta Cana? No, 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 no. Uh, Puerto Rico. Uh, Punta, Punta Cana. Yeah, 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 I keep yeah, yeah. Puerto Rico. Punta Cana. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Punta uh, Punta Cana. So yeah, he's up there spinning at this pool party and we have no idea how he got up there. And <laughs> I don't know what words transpired. How did, what did you say to the guy? How did you? Man, I, I just, dude, I just, I, I, we just caught a vibe, man. I didn't have to buy him drinks or anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, 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 yeah, bro. And it was like, I was like, man, um, I think, hey, man, can I just play a few records? And uh, I just, and then finally, I, I think I asked him about 30 times. And then finally, he just let me, let me, uh, let me get on for a couple songs. But it was, it was so fucking fun, man. Yeah. So fun, bro. The That's fact so that he fun. was so and you and you being a total stranger to him, the fact that he was so entrusting with his tables to right. you. It's just <laughs> an ama- it's amazing. Like it, it's amazing. Like I when I was told this story cuz I couldn't make the trip. I forgot why. Um but when I was told this story and I actually saw we have video there's actual video oh, of man, him. I up gotta there. see the video, dog. <laughs> and I saw it and I was just like, I hated that I missed it. You know what I'm saying? I hated that I missed that experience. But um yeah. with that being said, like what is what is one of the wildest parties that y'all can recount of that y'all have had the pleasure of DJing? Or had the um 
not pleasure of DJ <laughs> either one. <laughs> I don't even know, man. Uh, Perez, Perez actually had a huge opportunity, man. You actually opened up for Big Sean in uh, Nashville. Oh, that's dope. Uh, that shit was dope. And this is like right on Big Sean's rise after this final fan. I'm, I'm about to say final right. fan. Final, final, famous. Finally famous. Uh, three. Okay. I think it was final, yeah, finally famous three mixtape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that party was dope. You remember that? Yeah, show, yeah, right? I remember. Yeah, that was pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That shit was lit. Uh, man, the wildest party I've ever DJed or the, the, the dopest party. Uh, I don't know, bro. It had to be something during them club drinks. Yeah, days, man. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Had to be. Was it drink area? Did you DJ? Oh. Okay. Did you DJ the night where the riot broke out? When, uh. The one that got shook club drinks yeah. again? Yeah, that was. Yeah, like, I think Ace Boogie uh, was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. Oh man, <laughs> that was hey. us. That was us. That was uh, a night. We are not to blame. No, not absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Yo, we was. <laughs> I remember literally being down there trying to be peacekeeper to keep. This is the thing. All right, all right, Tommy T. This yeah. is the thing, right? Yeah, when you I tell tip. you, when I tell you that our crew was like the crew at MTSU. Not, you know, a humble brag. Right, right. Like, go for it. Go security, for it. security rocked with us tough. Yeah. Like, we can go have drinks with these guys and just kick it with them at any time. Yeah. But when I tell you that these secu- the backstory behind these security is they were ex-MMA fighters. All right? Yeah. All, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> so when I tell you, trying to tell them not to choke out a person, once they grab you, was it. They didn't hear shit <laughs> from you. That was it. Done and deal. I remember, I saw I saw some of the biggest folks down on their knees. All right, when yeah. I tell you, it, it hey, it was ridiculous. But once again, that that was that was not our fault. <laughs> that was somebody else's. Yeah, and I, I, I paid dude, for. I forgot it. about that. <laughs> <Damn>. uh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was the that was the last party at Club Drink, man. It was R.I.P. Club Drink after that. Yes, yeah, crazy, man. yeah, man. Yeah. And the drinks hey, we're referring to is it was one that was built in Murfreesboro. Uh, not the oh, one in Chattanooga, but the one that was being in Murfreesboro. So, uh, man. I DJed at the one in Chattanooga, too, during his, uh, like, towards the end. Mm-hmm. And then it started to die out, and they changed the name. They switched it to Club Envy. And uh, I DJed at Envy. I was uh, house DJ there. And it, Envy was rocking for a while, and then they shut that yeah. one down completely. But Chattanooga, man, the life cycle of clubs in Chattanooga, Chattanooga is Right. Oof, That's man. crazy. It, it's bad, I hate short, short lifespan. <laughs> I hate because back in the day, the club used to... It the the cycle didn't used to be so short. Like whole note stayed open for so right, long. The right, legendary right. whole note, um, and there was a couple of others that stayed open for a good minute. But yeah, man, yeah, yeah that's crazy. Yeah, that was very short. <laughs> yeah, because when I first when I first came back from chat, bro. I mean, when I first came back from Murfreesboro and moved back to chat, I had a, I mean, I had an excellent rotation. I was going from Club Envy, <clears throat> Club Envy, Southern Comfort, Midtown and fire and ice and this was all like within a week like i had them in rotation like friday saturday i think uh, a wednesday at midtown and thursday might have been fire and ice if i can recall it correctly but uh long story short i mean that that's how it was you know what that eight years ago mm-hmm. or so and now there's literally like no clubs yeah. none i mean we have bars there's quite a few bars that might be jumping but as far as an actual club setting for the african-american 
You got the old head club, though. You got the old head club. You got the little hole in the wall, hood clubs. Look, man, the old head club. We ain't even going to talk about the old head, bro. And you brought up a great point. Um, Speaking on it, a lot of stuff that people don't understand about DJs is the business part. Uh, Some people think it's just call, pay a fee, you DJ. Um, With that being said, man, can you elaborate more on the business? Because you just brought up the fact that you had – you had – Four clubs in rotation in a week, and you know if you really and depend on what your fee is, man, that's a that's a great amount of money. Um, so can yeah. y'all too? And like I said, I've been there, <laughs> I've been there for a lot of it, so I've seen y'all do so much. Could y'all elaborate on the business of, especially with uh, um, not having a manager? Uh, praise the business, man. That was, that's the contract guy right there. That's why I got my contract template from. Uh, man, shit. We just, I don't know, man. I, I think, I think uh, uh, a standard fee for for us, eight book was what right around three hundred, three fifty, depending on what it was, and it could go up from there. Uh, it's normally what we would charge for like a four hour uh, block. Yeah. You know, regular club night, right? And then for other gigs outside of the club, like weddings and that sort of thing, of course, for those, sometimes you uh, would need to uh, have your own speakers and, and lights and stuff like that. So you could, uh, you know, uh, get inside the range of, you know, around 850 to a grand for something like that, uh, you know, and then your corporate events. And so it, it just depends on what it, you know, what it really was. But I guess just kind of, kind of a base price is. You know, right around three hundred. Uh, so, man, Ace Bug having those fucking four gigs within a week. You know, that's good fucking money, bro. <laughs> good <laughs> fucking money. Yeah. Love, man. It was love down here. Yeah. And so, imagine how heartbroken I was at club after club started yeah. to close. I'm yeah. Like, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and one one of the transit, and also it depends on who you're dealing with. Uh, like as far as the promoter, who who's hiring you because. Um, depending on the city you're in, like when we were in Nashville, like Prez said, 300, is, that's, that's normal. Like if you're DJing, if you tell somebody your fee is 300, it, it's no questions asked, boom, bam, all right, let's do it. Uh, when I moved back to Chattanooga, I won't say names obviously, but you know, there were promoters and stuff. You say 300, they're like, 300? <laughs> They like, oh, uh, I can, the I can do, uh, look three hundred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, three hundred. And, and you know they'd be like, uh, "Let me, let, let's see, can we do two hundred and I pay you the rest after?" You know, so like anybody who's an up and coming DJ thinking about being a DJ in the future and stuff like that, uh, just be cautious of your business deals. Um, you know, you try not to mix friendship with business where you're like, okay, we boys. So yeah, I'll just take 150 up mm-hmm. front and then you can pay me the rest, mm-hmm. you know, okay. afterwards. Uh, it, yeah, it can all get kind of messy, man. I've seen, seen some situations and heard of situations where DJs have agreed to be paid afterwards. And after the party, the promoter hit them, uh, yeah, I ain't, I ain't got that much. Yep. And, you know, and, and it's, it's a problem, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you can be paid on the front end, get paid on the front end. Um, because a good promoter, uh, a, a promoter with real morals, somebody who's really about business, is even if they pay you afterwards, they're going to make sure you get paid before they yeah. get paid. So because before we DJ, we did the promotion thing. I was, we did that first. And anything we made off the door uh, when the night was over and we count that money up, security, and the DJs get paid mm-hmm. first. Like, make sure they got their money 
even if uh, only 10 people came to that party, you know, they still need their money for their yeah. feet because they provided the service they told you they would provide. Mm-hmm. So they still should get their just due. And then you just have to make do with what's left over. But, you know, people are shady and people don't follow those mm-hmm. same rules, man. So, no, I yeah. hear that. I hear that. Oh man, it's a lot going into this DJing thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> it is, man. It is. So baby. you, you guys, both of <laughs> you guys were like a part of a a collective with uh, um, what is it, Rain E and T? Black Rain, yeah, yeah Black, Black Rain E and T. So, Black so Rain it was. Can you guys yeah. elaborate a little bit more on that for me? Just because this is the first time I heard about it, man. You know, so I'm like. Truly amazed uh, by what you guys doing. I just want to t- say I really appreciate that, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, man. Black Rain Entertainment was just a label, just a name to slap on it to make it make us sound yeah. official. You know, because at first, I mean, we were DJing, you know, individually and just doing stuff here and there. But we were like, man, we got to put a, put a name on it so that when people see this name on a flyer or they see it posted on, you know, back in the back in those days, it was Facebook yeah, yeah, yeah. or, you know, Twitter or whatever it is. When they see that name, they can already associate that name with, oh, yeah, that's that's Prez and them. That's, that's Ace Boog and them. So that's, that's that was pretty much the yeah. whole thing. We didn't we didn't LLC it or nothing. We didn't <laughs> you know, uh, I, I think Ace Boog, did you actually come up? Um, with with the with that with the black rain, I think it came from a Jay Z uh, lyric and his. Uh, you remember that? Uh, that is what, what we got. That yeah, from, uh, from I I know uh, uh, that black rain yeah. take away your pain. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. You're yep. right. You're right. That's uh, awesome, man. That's right. That's right, man. That, yeah, it was that was that was dope, man. That was a, that was a good time, man. Uh, and I don't know how long. Um, I don't know how long. Uh, the black rain thing lasted. Yeah, I think uh, if I had to yeah. slap a time I don't, yeah. on it, I'd probably like a four year span, three or four yeah. years, yeah. something like that. Yeah, but there's one, there's one incident that I could remember that was where I, this guy named Harrison <laughs> from our school. Man, it's just like it's gone, black rain. Uh, man, that's, 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 uh, that's just the story behind it, man. It, it, it's very inside funny. Yeah. Jump, inside jump, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, that's that's a, that's a good time, man. Yeah, that's dope, man. Did you guys ever like drop or release mixtapes or hosted mixtapes or anything like that? Not under the Black Rain uh, uh, title, no. Um, we did that more so when, because Black Rain kind of, once Black Rain dissolved, it kind of got phased into G2 mm-hmm. Entertainment. And now there's plenty of G2 mixtapes. Yep. Uh, Prez had a lot of involvement with those. Um, so that was that was kind of like the Black Rain phase two. Yeah. <laughs> was phased into that. <clears throat> yeah. How, how did you guys feel about um, hosting um, these mixtapes, DJ uh, mixed uh, mixtapes? I yeah. love it. Like, yeah, hosting mixtapes is dope. Um, you can you can pretty much, I mean, when you're a DJ, you don't have to talk on the mixtape if you yeah. don't want to. Uh, I don't mind doing it. Uh, Prez, I know he got a few where he's talked on it, but I'm I'm not I'm not a huge talker. Like, I ain't gonna yeah. be DJ drama all over the track. <laughs> like, I ain't, yeah. I'm not not that type of dude. But uh, but I I'll say my little piece maybe at the beginning and then just let let my mixing and stuff do do, do the talking, talking for the rest of the mixtape. I got you. I hear you, man. 
What about you, DJ yeah. Press? How do you feel? Oh, man, I mixtapes, I, I used to love to do mixtapes, man, especially when I got um, all the equipment to do it. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, if I go back and listen to them shits, I know they're terrible. <laughs> but, you know, I think I got one around. Um, do you? you know, it's, it's, I think especially I do. when I first started out, you know, and of course, as I gradually, you know, progressed with my with my skill set, man, you know, they got better, man. But yeah, when I first started out, the shits were fucking terrible, bro. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed doing them, man. Um, and uh, I. I, I I don't know, man. I, I keep saying I was going to grab my turntables and dust them off and all of that, but I mean, until you actually do it, shit's just still sitting there. Uh, <laughs> right, right. No, I, I totally uh, get what you're saying. We already yeah. had talks about that. Yeah, so. yeah man. Uh, <laughs> there you go. And get I, to I, it. Yeah, I, I think I think a little bit, and this is just kind of going back to what we uh, talked about earlier with everything just being. I guess readily available and microwavable. It just shit's not the same no more when it comes to uh, that uh, the art of of DJing, you mm-hmm. know. And but I guess that you know I can't use that as, a, as an excuse not to fucking go back and just at least play around with it a little bit, you know. Yeah. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, man. Yeah, you need to get back to it. Both of them, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, well, well, hey, Boog, got his table's right there, man. Yeah, he, I know. He's he, he doing know. something. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, I still fuck around a yeah. little bit. Uh, you know, parties here and there, but not. I don't. I don't have them in rotation like I do. Yeah, right. I don't. And it's really, it's really is. I mean, it's by choice. I don't. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit snobby, man, when it comes to like the party thing because coming from what we've done in the yeah. past is like the type of events and things that go on here in this city, it's like, eh, do I really right, want to do right, that? Right, no, right. Yeah. I don't really want to do that. I don't want to be a part of that. Right. I don't want to be affiliated with these groups of people, you know, things mm. like that. So, right. eh, you know, I kind of, I kind of distance myself from some of those people. I got to go back to the business aspect though. Yeah. It's your name, man. All you got in this world is your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, oh boy. And you talk about some bad business in this city. Oh, oh man. I already know. <laughs> Yeah, some, um, <laughs> boy, some bad. So since we're coming on like the, I don't know if we're coming on the backside of this whole COVID nineteen thing, and I hope so. I, I hope so. I hope so for sure, man. Um, hopefully. What do y'all think? What do y'all think the road of the DJ will be? You know, moving forward, because as we've seen, like it's been amazing with um, technology and being mm-hmm. able to DJ a party over social media. Um, yeah. What was it? Just last week. Um, last week. Yeah. Yeah. Last week we were all like. We were in the little John uh, right. on Facebook party. <laughs> the and and little Chris John. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that was, yo, that was and live. And literally was yeah, enjoying was ourselves virtually. Yeah. And it, you know. Yeah. And w- some of the things I thought about a, a couple of days after, I thought, man, I think this may bring back the importance of the DJ. Because mm-hmm. if you can rock, uh, if you can rock it virtually, like, oh my goodness, what you think they can do when they get in front of that crowd again? So, man, what what do y'all think is going to be the, you know what I'm saying, the um the, the role of the DJ, you know what I'm saying, post-COVID-19, when we can all get back to the club. <laughs> yeah, I think the biggest, <laughs> I think you hit the nail on the head, man. The club and the, like going out is going to be the key thing because people are going to be so eager to go mm-hmm. out once all restrictions of social distancing have been lifted and things like that. People are going to be dying to get out. Mm-hmm. 
and like people gonna be out every weekend <laughs> right, trying to get right. it now. You know, and you it used to be when folks, folks hit your phone and be like, "Hey, you going out tonight?" You kind of be like, "Right." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now, know, now I'm like, somebody please. Right. Call me. <laughs> 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 so I think, so I think the D, the DJs are gonna have their hands full, man. It's it's gonna be really nice out here when when everything gets lifted and life gets back to I guess as close to normal as we used to know it. So. Yeah, what you think, yeah. Chris? Uh, man, I think the DJs are damn near gonna be uh, damn near gonna be gods when this shit's over with. Because I mean, <laughs> the motherfuckers gonna want to get back to clubbing, man, and and they're already you know sitting high, mm-hmm. and yeah. so uh, you know, the, yeah, a lot of people uh, is gonna be leaning towards uh, or, or depending on the uh, the DJs to bring them back to life, man. Mm-hmm. You know, man, I think we should buy a club. I think it's going to go. Yeah. We got plenty of time to make it look right. <laughs> right <laughs> it's going to go right. down when this is all over. So, man, man, man. That's, uh, yeah. that's that, you know, uh, I'm glad you brought up the fact about the, uh, like, going forward. What are y'all thoughts on, because I think, it, I think it's so dope that we can go, uh, what, what they call a club COVID or something like that, just going mm-hmm. on social media and doing that. <laughs> what are y'all thoughts about, uh, I look at DJ D-Nice, he like me and my wife talk about this yeah. all the time. Like his his uh, status has r- risen so much because of what he was doing. Like just having a DJ, like he was DJing like all day one time, you know. And then you got Questlove doing yeah. his thing. It was a coalition of DJs that was doing their thing on uh, Stevie Wonder's birthday, like twenty four hours of that. What are y'all thoughts on mm-hmm. on that in itself? I think that's super dope, bro. D-Nice was already pretty popping, but, bro, after that event with the club yeah. quarantine, bro, he he had he, – he, Michelle Obama reached out <laughs> right. to him, bro, to do an event. Yeah. She had an event that was coming up, and she wanted him to be involved in it. So just, just all that outpour of love and all the support from people tuning in to that club quarantine turned into – the former first lady reaching right. out to you, bro. That that is insane, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, so I I think it's super dope. This was a perfect opportunity to capitalize on, and I I feel like they hit they struck when the iron was hot. It was perfect, bro. Everybody's at home. Everybody's yeah. bored. Everybody, you know, people are yearning for some type of social interaction that they can't have yeah. right now. So hop on live, IG live, start spinning. Turn it into a party. Just give it that vibe. It was a perfect idea, yeah. bro. He, he he killed it with that. Yeah. What about you, DJ Prez? What's your oh, thoughts on it? Man, I, I say the guy's plugged in now, um, and and he's just doing really good. He, I guess he's, I guess during this time, it's just doing good for a lot of the uh, our spirits, man. Because you know, music is uh, it's universal, and it, it it's it's what brings people together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so um, yeah, that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, that's dope, man. I, I like, like I said, man. Me and my wife were talking about it, and just to just to see how much like we look towards it. You know, I started following them because of like that the club quarantine and all that stuff. So um, just really just knowing that, hey, everybody's inside, and he capitalized the way he did, and then seeing a lot of other DJs. Um, doing the same thing, you know. Uh, I know some folks that went to school with me; they're doing it, you know. what I'm saying on on their scale or whatnot, and so um, I commend people for doing that. Honestly, man, it's like a a service that we're getting from them, 
you know, that we needed. So, yeah. um, nah, this is so dope, man. I swear I'm finna go out and buy me some turntables. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you get to it, bro. Like next week, you hey, probably you see some right. Time and space. <laughs> you ain't got number time and space. I tell you, that's it, man. Hey, it's it's a it's a dope hobby, man. Like I said, even if you if you wanted to pursue it on whatever level, it's still dope just to have it because they have a term for people that just do it as a hobby as a bedroom yeah. DJ. They just call them bedroom yeah. DJs, and that's what they do. They just do it yeah. at the crib and. Like that is fun in itself because when you love music, as because I'm like I said, I've tuned into the podcast and y'all brothers, the way y'all talk about music, I can tell like y'all on the same level yeah. like us, right? Y'all, y'all are really deep into it. You appreciate the art of yeah. music, and it it just gives you another way to express it. And it's dope just figuring out like what songs will mix with something. Yeah. Like it's it's dope just creating <laughs> new sounds like that. Man. It's, it's yeah, it's fun. Yeah. <clears throat> I will tell you this, man. Ace Boogie is the first person that taught me how the fucking records actually synchronized with BPMs, which are beats per minute. And that's yeah. my first time <laughs> even fucking knowing what beats per minute, even though I had a love and an ear for music. Yeah. You know, when you get to the technical, uh, the, the technical, um, you know, word, you know, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but when you get down to that, yeah. that type of stuff, man. Yeah. Nah, I hear you. But, uh, and that just came from messing around with it, man. After we bought the players yeah. and then, I just sat there looking at them like, okay, uh, let's let's just mess right. around with it. Let's just find yeah. the time. So week after week, after week I'm like, I hit prayers up on the phone. It was always it's always easier to learn when you got your own. Like, like I was always someone was trying to show me on theirs, and I couldn't fully learn it because I was too scared I was gonna break their shit. So <laughs> I never figured it out. I just yeah. said forget it. I mean, and we have we have to tip our hats off, man. Because as far as like getting started in college, uh, there was a DJ at MTSU, was DJ Young Breezy, and like Breezy is kind of like who we came up under mm-hmm. as far as like our first introduction to like a real DJ. Right. Like, he's not just a push button DJ. Mm-hmm. Like just play this song. Like that boy really know how to do. He really know how to mix. Really know how to blend. He knows the art of DJing. So a lot of it came from watching him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like we didn't get like a full tutorial class from him, but just watching him and like he was kind of like my muse mm-hmm. to this DJ thing because I'm just like, dog, he he's the type of DJ I would love to yeah. be because yeah. he's not he's not all trap music, nah. he's not all you know he 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 can spread it out and he has a, a, the same love for music like yep, we do. Yeah. So, and yeah. still, yeah, shout out to Breezy, and man. still DJing to this day, uh, and doing an awesome yeah, job with um, team, photography as well. So, man, shout out to Breeze. I'm going to have to get him yeah. on the show. Yeah. I'm getting him on the show. Yeah. I got to find him first. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> uh, nah, absolutely. Like, I, man, I was there for a lot of that. So, man, just seeing all that formulate to what it is now, man, it's amazing. You know? So, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you guys, I want to, once again, thank you guys for coming on the show and just talking with us about the art of DJing and, and your perspective on on the dj um industry and and the art behind it or whatnot i just really appreciate you guys also if you guys have not already please go subscribe to the channel um yeah, at man. speaker geekers podcast wherever you listen to the podcast at um you can follow us on instagram and facebook at speaker geekers podcast you can follow me on instagram at i am tommy t the third da third um, mm-hmm. And then you also follow Steve O Steve at 
the great Steve O Steve on Instagram and Steve Smith on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, DJ Press, DJ Ace Boogie, do you what's your what's your tags and stuff like that for for uh the followers to follow you at? Uh my tags the same on everything, Instagram, Twitter, both DJ Ace Boogie. Simple, simple. I ain't have to throw no numbers at the end of that. I'm the original. The right. real. Yeah. <laughs> um Man, you know what? I got rid of that shit. I didn't. I, I, yeah, I, I, don't even, <laughs> I don't have anything, guys. I, yeah, I, I need to get with the fucking times, I guess. Yeah, um, think about time. Yeah, man, time. I, yeah, yeah, I know, bro. I know, man. It's time. <laughs> it's time. Yeah, man. So I guess when I get it back up, man, I guess next next show I'll I'll have some uh, I'll have some uh, Instagram and all that other good stuff. Got you. Got you. Hey, you yep. You 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 see who we take after right? I ain't had none of it. Right, right. I see Facebook that. I see that. I, I know. <laughs> and you said I was like, I was on you about that, man, bro. You I gotta, gotta get, get that, an Instagram man. again. So, yeah, yeah. You gotta definitely get that. But no, I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of Speaker Giggers Podcast. Um, this episode was produced by Three Amp Media, and that's everything I have. Steve, you got anything? Hey, don't be a bedroom DJ. <laughs> What? Can you say that a little bit louder? What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, just push the button. Let's get a little bit. All right, guys, I'm out, man. Peace. All right. All right.